The Neo Reality Entertainment brand expands with a relaunch of the Neo Reality Collective Pop Culture News Talk. Your host, Eric Brown, gives his insights and thoughts in the ever-expanding news world of comic books, professional wrestling, gaming, TV, and movies. Be sure to donate to the brand and keep up to date with additional content on YouTube channels such as Neo Reality Entertainment, NRE The Wrestleverse, and NRE Pop Culture Omniversa. Welcome back, everyone, to Neo Reality Collective Reviews. I'm your host, Eric Brown, and we're going in and talking about Free Comic Book Day once again. This time, the Avengers X-Men Eternals Judgment Day Judgment Day Free Comic Book Day issue featuring storylines by Kieran Gillian and Gary Duggan. There is a story about Bloodline, which is related to Blade, so uh, I'm probably not going to talk about that. But I will talk about these X-Men related stuff since, well, this is the X-Men and whatnot, and this is the main focus heading into Judgment Day, the Hellfire Gala, and the Pages of Destiny of X. So let's dig into the first half of the story, and then we'll talk about the X-Men side. Thanks for joining me today. I am the machine that is Earth. I'm to provide a prologue. I say this with absolute BS and no idea how to, how I'm being Deadpool right now. Though, if you think about it, all things are prologue. Each moment is a prologue to the next. Anyways, these events concern three groups. The first is the Eternals. My protectors maintain the Earthfinished status quo. They curtail the Deviants. They follow unbinding principles. Among them, correct excess deviation. The second is the Avengers. To the Eternals, this is a cattail phrase for the mightiest heroes of Earth who are not them. They are those with sufficient power to be worthy of eternal consideration. Then, there are the mutants. And we see the past X-Men and whatnot, past Eternals and past Avengers during simpler times. There, things get complicated. They have been for a long time. Just shy of a million years ago. Oh, we see a blue monkey. Uh, it's a monkey or else. Oh yeah, this guy. Yeah, apparently he was the worst high eternal liege of the entire high master prime eternal. And well, he's been locked up ever since. Dirge, explain to Odin what he is seeing. Certainly, my eternal liege. This species has gained some rudimentary psychic abilities. A smattering of telekinesis and telepathy. Nothing to worry about individually. However, due to their species communication, they have accessed something a little more potent. They formed a primal hive mind. Dodge promised me drink to get me here, and unless these monkeys are psychologically bring psychically bring it brewing something potent, I'm not sure why this is relevant. Dirge was lying. It's what he does. I need you here. We won't let you Avengers know. We are going to annihilate this species. Ah, yes, genocide. The most noble of goals of the Eternals. Wait. That's harsh. Why do you care? A little thinky monkey is nothing to worry about. It's not a deviant. It's just a mutant. An infinitely expendable hive mind is a genetic technology that cannot be put in the hands of lesser beings. Which is why we have the Brood, aka the Aliens version of Marvel, well, going ahead and, well, being what they are. 
The longer it goes, the more it will grow in power and the bigger threat it will be. This thinky monkey left unchecked could destroy the world. Yes, mutation can be a mutation, but it can also be deviancy. Some children should be smothered in the crib. Ah, yes. So you want to commit babyside? Right. I'm not sure, Ernos. Do not confuse our politeness with us asking for permission. This is one of the principles, and not something we can compromise on. Would you war with us for their fate? Get your lackey to get me a drink and you can go ahead. You're right, a thinking monkey is not worth a war. Yes, which is why I, Odin's son, will approve of your genocide. The two patriarchs are watched as the forest burned. Odin sipping mead woven from molecules in a celestial hive. It tasted bitter. For Uranus, darkest of all the tunnels, this was excess deviation identified and corrected. Not for the first time, and not for the last. Of course, as Odin demonstrated, the Avengers don't usually recognize excess deviation when they see it. Which is why they got a kaiju up in this you-know-what. What is it? Besides enormous and hideous, that I can see. Well, ask questions for when we stop it from eating that building. Ready? Avengers assemble! We're gonna get our ass kicked! Fall, beast, by the dungeon elevator of Hellion Fall! Look! We got support! De access deviation! Access deviation! Access deviation must be corrected! And they blow up the head of the creature. Do not feel bad for, there's a knack for fight to fighting deviants. We've been forcing backfires and plasma vents for a long time. Huh. I need a drink and a shower and then perhaps another drink. Are you okay, Cersei? You seemed a little off. Thanks for your concern, you sweetie. It was a deviant suffering an out-of-control mutation, and we really don't like out-of-control mutations. Whatever the motivation, we're glad for the help. It wasn't a choice, Captain. When something deviates too much, we have to step in. Choice is for you mortals. We Eternals have duty coded into our mo every molecule. It's most irksome. What is deviation? What is mutation? Find out tonight on the Twilight Zone. When is a thinky monkey just a thinky monkey? And when is it a ticky atom bomb? Tick, tick, tick. Meanwhile, in Krakoa, this is the sovereign mutant nation, the new world superpower, growing with influence every single second. Mutants have always been feared. Now they have also, now they are also envied. It would be more so if the world knew the truth. The mutants are keeping a secret. They have solved death. Dun, dun, dun! Yeah, we've done this. They guard the secret well. The island is a living sentry. This mutant can smell anyone's presence. Wolverine, the unmutant, can sense the slightest thought. A.K.A. Emma Frost. There are a few who would be able to walk unseen here. Sally, Jack of Knives, could stalk their own shadow. Oh, that source of yours didn't lie, Drugs. The mutants and death aren't a thing anymore. They're eternal. Don't be ridiculous. They're immortal at best. You could almost say they are immortal X-Men. And so, what's the plan? 
thinky, of course. I'm not an idiot. And then, well, it depends on whether or not this very striking mutation is a deviation. And if it is deviation, he just smirks and smiles, saying, Jack, let's be honest, nothing we haven't done before. This is a prologue. And as I said, everything is a prologue with one exception. Eventually, you reach the prologue to the end. Avengers vs. X-Men vs. Eternals! Judgment Day begins this July! The war to end all wars until the next big comic book event crossover happens. By the way, Fantastic Four is going to be part of this. So, yeah, I don't see why though, considering how they retcon uh, <laughs> Franklin Richards' power and say he's not a mutant. Even though it wouldn't make sense if Xavier was lying the whole time to keep him away from Mr. Sinister, because that would make the most sense, but I'm thinking too much. Oh, aren't I adorable? So yeah, that's the that's the prologue essentially to X Men Avengers Eternals Judgment Day event. And by God, superheroes versus superheroes, round sixty five. So we'll see what goes on in that. We'll be back after these messages to discuss another part of this of this free comic book day. X Men, welcome to Krakoa. We're back again. Let's finish this last half off with Let's Talk About Krakoa. The island nation of Krakoa was founded under the idea of mutant sovereignty with the goal of giving mutants a place to flourish while fear of persecution. The fledgling nation made a splash on the world stage when it began exporting Krakoan medicine that was leaps and bounds beyond other medical treatments leading to phenomenal recoveries and revolutionizing the healthcare market and also pissing off all the doctors of the world. So, but unknown to the rest of the world, Krakoa is harboring an even more miraculous secret. Mutant, mutant resurrection. No mutant has to die ever again. So, uh, hijinks ensue. Charles Xavier had a dream. Well, perhaps it was not his dream, but it, he was the necessary face of it. Krakoa was my idea. I wanted all bad eggs in one basket, but a cure for the X-Gene eluded me. In a hundred years, who knows what mutantdom will be? In a thousand years, mutants can rule the planet. We cannot let the mutants win. Kukoa must not be forever. Because having mutants around is a crime. Mutants were once hated and feared. Today, they are hated because they are winning. Joining us today are Mary Jane Watson and her aunt Anna Watson. The New York natives are brand ambassadors for Krakoa's Miracle Medicine. Thank you for having us. I had, I had been resigned to the fact that I was in a long, long, slow goodbye to my aunt. Her dementia had started as senior moments and progressed to the point where I was scared to leave her alone. I was so depressed. That's the idea that I might be a burden for MJ, I had trouble remembering. Well, a lot, but those days are long gone. I don't always love when scientific advancements are called miraculous, but that's what this feels like. We're privileged to have pretty decent insurance, but everyone pays the same price for these drugs regardless of insurance status. Every evening, Anna takes a single pill that extends the duration and quality of her life. 
I'll take every day I can get. I want to see how succession ends. What these preening human lasses don't know is that while mutants have been able to make their worst years slightly less traumatic, mutants themselves will never feel that pain. Mutant has a very secret. They've solved for death. Mutants are no heroes. They're evolutionary deviants who stole fire from the gods. Mutant supremacy is now assured. Fears can be stoked in the hearts of men, and differences can be exploited. And we get, uh, let's see, Wolverine gets ahead and cuts down Iron Man, Thor kills Cyclops, Captain America is killed by an unknown force, and Rogue gets her neck snapped by Captain Marvel. That's the days! Into the necessary violence to come. When two aggressive species share the same environment and evolution demands acceptance or dominance. The Avengers and X-Men have fought before, but it has never gone right. Because if it had, there'd be none left standing. Of course, there's only, only what could happen if I play my cards right. You were great, Anna. I don't know. My hair didn't look right. Everyone laughed when I saw I wanted to see how my program ended because you were very relatable. Well, you're a pro. Obviously runs in the family. I'm traveling next week, so... What? You didn't tell me that. These drugs don't work. Very funny. I remember. See you after the Hellfire Gala. Say hi for that Tony Stark for me. And why don't you... Good night. Hey, so yeah, what's Mary Jane doing these days? Yeah, she's currently broken up with Spider-Man for like the 800th time, and um, yeah, it's probably not in the best state right now because uh, she's now seeing someone else that has suddenly had kids, and the artwork degraded to John Romita Jr., so yeah, uh, kind of not good on the Spider-Man side right now, huh? So as Mary Jane prepares to leave, she hears a voice. I saw ye on TV. Who's there? Get out of this house. Get out of my aunt's house. And then a robotic hand goes ahead and snatches her arm. Shush, you'll disturb your aunt's sleep. And if you do, it's her life. I said get out. And then the robot knocks her out. Well, I need your invitation to the Hellfire Gala. Oh dear. Ask me who I'll be wearing. Who who are you wearing? My name is Moira, and when you wake up, I'll be wearing you. Ah yes, the perfect solution to this problem. Take inspiration from Marvel from DC Comics' Death of the Death in the Death of the Family. You know, because everyone wants to see their face get cut off. Oh god. So yeah, Moira Metagrit, or at least a version of her that's a robot, robotic, is currently rampaging and planning to kill Mary Jane and wear her face as a skin suit. So she's become Leatherface. Got it. So does that mean she's dead? I mean, you wouldn't want to have witnesses. And if so, does that mean that the Mary Jane we've been seeing in the comics in The Amazing Spider-Man is... Not Mary Jane, but instead it's Moira, Metagrit, or at least this version of her that's been resurrected as a robot. 
I'm like, they don't even say to be continued in Spider-Man. They say to be continued in the Hellfire Gala and in the pages of Destiny of X. But no mention of Spider-Man because Mary Jane's clearly not that important of a character, right? I'm like, she's only just one of the main love interests and one of the big characters, though. So, uh, yeah. Um, can someone tell me what happened? So, yeah. Warren Mertagra is going to make an appearance at the Hellfire Gala as Mary Jane Watson. Wow. Warren uh, kind of still hates the mutants, don't she? <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah. Moira is on the warpath ever since 10 deaths of Wolverine happened. And, yeah, and all hell's breaking loose. Well, that's certainly not going to be a problem for me. I mean, like, it's not like I've been selected to win the Hellfire Gala contest that allows me to get drawn in the comic, therefore I'm probably going to be part of the hijinks and chicanery, as I probably imagine myself getting a drink while that's going down, and I'm just sitting there casually thinking, yep, I'm in a superhero shared universe. I mean, that would be ridiculous. So anyways, I'm going to be the Hellfire Gala, so I'll see y'all next time. This was Near Reality Collective, signing out. Enjoyed this last ad break and outro, and we'll see y'all again next time. Take care. Be sure to donate to the brand, and keep up to date with additional content on YouTube channels, such as Neo Reality Entertainment, NRE The Wrestleverse, and NRE Pop Culture Omniversa.